Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. It's time to go around the league. All right. It's not a far journey this week, my friend. We start Sunday, 3 o'clock. In Philadelphia. They say the city city of brotherly love. I'm not sure that that really truly applies. RJ's San Francisco 49ers travel east, taking on the Eagles in a game that will determine the representative in the NFC. How do you see this one playing out? I can't wait to see this game. It's going to be a great one. Have we, by the way, gotten any update on RJ going to the game? I have not gotten an official update, no. Oh, this is troubling. RJ, have you heard from Mike T? I have not, and and I, I maintain I'm, I'm not sure that landed with uh, on his end with you know sincerity. And I don't so blame you him think for that. that he heard us desperately trying to get tickets for you to go to the game, and he said, nah. "No, no, no." I think he more so thought, "Oh, that's that's the shtick." Oh, he you don't think that he believed that was legitimately true? I think that's possible. All right, so let me ask you this now: mm. Do I text him? Because you led me astray last time, and I want to make sure as a show unit we come to an agreement. Do I text Mike right now and say, hey, weren't kidding. Uh, RJ really looking for two tickets to the game on Sunday. Any help would be greatly appreciated. I think you could try that. I think if that is not, I think if that's not done, it's already dead. How's that? But, it's less sticky if you do it that way. But now he how, knows you mean business. But here's the thing, though. Is it weird if you go back to the well? Like, oh, by the way, I wasn't kidding. I think then it becomes a little weird. Why does it become weird? If he thought I was kidding and I just clarify, oh, Mike, in fact, we weren't kidding. Why does that become strange? I'll tell you why. Here's the risk we run. What if he didn't think we were kidding, made an active decision to just move on from the conversation, and now it's weird? Well, then he's made a statement anyway. Yeah, but we still want to have a relationship with him. What if if he sours? Do we really? Wow. No, I mean, oh. if we if we reach out to him and say we, I mean, so desperately want two tickets to the game, and he says, it's possible he just can't get tickets. Oh, okay, but then you could also reach back out and say, hey, I, I tried, I just I can't get tickets to this game. No. Yeah, sure. That's different than just saying like I'm not doing anything, and you know, if bleep to those guys. If it, if he sours on us as a result, I don't want that on me. It's where I'm going with this. All right, Rick, you're usually good with this like dealing with other people thing, so you don't want to be soured on. Correct. Okay. Just wanted to get that straight. I, I think you're all right sending him a text message. You think it's okay? Yeah, I think, I mean, just, uh, hey, I'm not sure if you thought we were joking, but if there's any way at all, he's happy to pay for them. But he's not happy to pay for them. He doesn't want to pay well, for them. Well, well re- he's, he's happy, sticker yeah, price. Like, sticker price. I, I, Face you know, value. I, w- I was sent a text the other day. said this is shaping up to be the most expensive NFC Championship game ever. What did I see? Get in price on the secondary market is like $900? Yeah. 
It's Ooh. come. It's come down a little bit this morning. Just a little. What What can you get in the building with right now? With fees and everything, maybe fees and everything. seven something. Ooh, that's a lot of money. You Where what's your what's your number, RJ? Where if you said you saw it at this number, you would snap. Well, here's my problem. I don't know anyone that would snap with me. I think I'd pay five. Five. But, but I, I don't, don't you're not gonna get five. But well, I see what he's saying though, because if he if no one snaps with him, right. now he's gonna spend a thousand to bring Ange. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. But isn't this Plus I mean stakes. Isn't this uh, like a great one-year anniversary present from her to you? <laughs> no, I, point. I mean, I wish I wish it were shared. That uh, also viewed that way, I think she'd love to go. I think it has a price. All right, do you, want, ho- do you a- want me to reach out to Ange and say, "Hey, listen, I think it would be a great idea if for maybe you combine like a, a Christmas, <laughs> birthday, anniversary present, take RJ to the game." So, so can I ask you something? Yeah, your backup plan is to then go to my wife, of which, you know, we share accounts and things. And so is it, how different is that than me just buying them myself? Well, because I think then you get the green light from her. Oh, okay. That's fair. I think I think by her jumping on board and saying, yes, let's go as a couple and me doing a treat for RJ. I mean, how great would it be Sunday morning you wake up, you have your, your waffles and pancakes, and, and she says, oh, by the way, RJ, we're having a baby before we have that baby. Two tickets to the game. Let's go. Well, you know, you know what I'm learning. That's not a sexier kind of idea. It is, and, and you know what is what is sexy. She actually sent me a, a, a video of like a Niners hype video, like on her own yesterday. I was like, wow. So she's great. all in. But you, you, you know what they don't tell you when you're about to have your first child? You need money. Household finances. It's like I'm being audited by the IRS. Like every everything is like, well, do we need this? Do we need that? And, and listen, I know those are holistic, like smart decisions, but. That's that's been the biggest adjustment. How about if we promise to buy you a baby Bjorn? Then you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's all like the a Bjorn at, at, at the championship the game. Yeah, buy two tickets to the championship game. Get a free that? baby like, Bjorn. Yeah, like bassinet. There's many chair. things. How about if I tell you we will buy you the crib, but you have to go to the game this weekend? Breast pumps. I mean, there's so many things that RJ need doesn't need the breast pumps. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Wait, he doesn't need them. No. <laughs> You need to extract the milk. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, talk All about right. the game. And, anyway, Philadelphia, you give it two and a half. Now, it's not just a two and a half. It's they're, they're minus 115 with that two and a half, which means that it is closer to three than, in fact, two right now. Um, where do you fall on this one? Niners, maybe best defense in all football. Philadelphia, certainly an elite offense, and they had a cakewalk last time out against the Giants. I think I fall on the side of, of Philly in this one. Oh, no. I do. Oh no! I, I don't know if listen. I don't know if I use the game against the Giants as as the the, the reason, but the fact that Jalen Hurts looks like he's maybe not a hundred percent, but pretty close. They got a great offensive line. Their defense, the amount of pressure they can put on you is is the best in the league. I mean, they had they had seventy sacks this season. Yeah, there's a different animal offensive line though than what you just saw against the Giants. No, no, right? I, no, 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 no. I'm not saying it's not. Like Trent, Trent Williams is is one of the best left left tackles. Maybe ever. Christian McCaffrey's a little dinged up, hasn't practiced. That right. concerns me a little bit. But more importantly is Brock Purdy on the road in Philly against that defense. That makes me a little nervous. Listen, I, I understand. I think it's going to be a great game. I, I think uh, Niners are... I don't know that Niners I'd say... Niners are them. awesome. Like, Niners are terrific. They re- they're, they're very well coached. Um, their offensive line is, is terrific. They have weapons all over the place. I know McCaffrey hasn't practiced, and I think Elijah Mitchell 
correct me if I'm wrong, RJ. He hasn't nope. practiced either this week, right? Nope. Their defense is oof. It is is scary good. That's it's a very good football team. You might lean Philly. But you wouldn't be remotely surprised if San Francisco no. won this game, would you? I want San Francisco to win this game. I think we all want San Francisco I think that to win this game. I, here's the thing, though. I think I think that Nick Bosa, the front, I think they have the two. I think they have the best linebacker tandem in in all of football. I think you can you can take advantage of their secondary. And the fact that they have Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, and on top of that, they have a quarterback that can can also run the way that Jalen Hurts runs. I think that as good as the defense is, I think that that could cause problems. I think it could. Uh, let me make a point on that in just a second. Firstly, Christian McCaffrey was asked, any chance you don't play in this game Sunday? Is there any chance in your mind that you won't play on Sunday? Zero. All right. So I think that's not well, Of course he's playing. We have to really worry about. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there for everyone to hear. Um, you're right. Secondary, probably the weak link there. But here's the thing, and I think you agree. Philadelphia's offense starts with their running game, right? Like Miles Sanders, Gainwell, Jalen Hurts, they run the ball and typically very effectively. It, and I don't know if you can do it. If you can make them one-dimensional and say, you're not going to run the ball. You're going to have to throw the football. Can they win the game solely with Jalen Hurts is doing that? I'm not sure they can. Okay, okay. Here's the better question, though, because that's going to be that's going to be both teams that are employing that same strategy, right? Better chance of being able to do it, Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy on the road? Uh, I'd have, I'd have to say Jalen. And Hurts. by the way, no, and by the way, the Eagles have the best secondary in football. Yeah, you'd have to say Jalen Hurts. Okay. I agree, but you, so but it's, I mean, it's beyond the secondary. You got to cover. You got to cover McCaffrey. Right out of the backfield, he's a tremendous right. weapon. You got to cover Kittle. It's not just take away Ayuk, future giant Ayuk, and Debo Samuel. <laughs> it goes much deeper than that. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But again, this is—I mean—you got the two best teams in the NFC, right? Uh, I think, without a doubt, these are the two. Okay, I'm so sorry, it's going to be—I mean, it's—it's going to be a a play or mistake. It's not—it's not going to be one team's going to blow the other team out. I would be very—I would be very surprised if either game was a blowout on Sunday. So you kind of tipped your hand. I think we all know where I'm going to go, and I think we know where RJ is going to go. Raymond is the wild card here. Now, well, this no, portion—that's not, that, that's not for sure. I could take—I could say that the the Eagles win by a point. Come on, there's no way you're going to—you like the Eagles to win and think they're going to win by one or two points. You never know. Oh, I'm pretty confident. And the only reason you would go in a different direction is just to prove a point, <laughs> right? Which I would respect tremendously. This portion of the show, driven by the All American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group. In the Northeast, huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. I don't, for a couple things, I don't ever remember a weekend NFC, AFC championship games where the combined point spreads were three and a half points. Two and a half with the Eagles, one with Kansas City. I also don't remember, Rick, a game that started with Kansas City favored by two and a half, had a five point swing. And now is back the other way with Kansas City being a one-point favorite. That's amazing, man. It's, I mean, it just goes to show you how important Patrick Mahomes is, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's been the that's been the difference. That's been right. the reason. I mean, they so were basically, because you, you see a video of Patrick Mahomes nicely walking off the practice field, and the thought is Kansas City's in great shape. Yeah, right. Kansas City's at home. I mean, it, here's the thing, though. It, it has to be that because I mean, Cincinnati's beat them three straight times. And right now they're playing. Uh, how would you say, is it, of the four remaining teams, where would you rank Cincinnati as team playing its best football right now? Uh, I would put Cincinnati one, and I would put San Francisco one B, 
and then I would go the other two. Not even close oh. to those two. All right. So, I mean, the reason why Kansas City, outside of just being at home, was favored was because Patrick Mahomes is awesome. But with Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes is awesome. potentially I, I limited, think their defense is actually a little underrated, too. No, I think they got a good defense. I mean, they were second in the league in sacks this year, so they're going to put pressure. I mean, I, I guess that would be, for me, the biggest the biggest question mark in this game outside of Patrick Mahomes' health is can, can the Cincinnati Bengals' offensive line hold up against this defense the way it did against Buffalo? Because they did a hell of a job against Buffalo. Yeah, but Buffalo was, I mean, it feels like Buffalo was more fraud than legit, actually, in retrospect. Well, uh, I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't expect Cincinnati to handle them the way that they did. No, neither did I. But you know what? I didn't. I didn't expect Miami to to go in there and be this close from beating them either. Like uh, Buffalo, even though they won a playoff game, had a dreadful postseason. It was not. It was not a great way to go out. No. Uh, how about this from uh, Willie Gay of the Chiefs? Nothing. Nothing impresses him about the Cincinnati offense. Uh. Like Coach Reed said, we don't do no talking. We just go handle business when it's time to go. What is it about that Bengals offense that maybe impresses you the most? You played it a few times. Nothing. Okay. What, what, what kind of answer is that? Nothing. Uh, yeah, but why? Like you already know that Cincinnati is using this whole home field advantage, coin toss, and all this other garbage as motivation. Like, uh, should we give them? So we'll give them more. We haven't beat them in three straight games. So let's give them more motivation. It's it's silly, and, and also it's just not true. Nothing impresses you about that offense. It's just because it's all it's it's just talk. Because it's, he doesn't, it's gamesmanship it's, is what it is. It's not true. Right, right. All right, so, so let's look at this game. By the way, another nugget for everyone out there, and this is courtesy of um, RJ, the lowest average quarterback in the conference championships ever in the history of the conference championships. Average wow. age for quarterback. You got the best, man. I mean, you got – this is two of the best going at it head-to-head. Well, what, what do you got? You got you got Mahomes is the elder statesman at, what, 27 yeah, I think it's 27. I believe that Hurts, I think, is 24. Purdy's 23. Burrow, I think, is 25. I have to look that up. But yeah, oh the, the average age is 20, uh, 25.3 years old. That really is amazing, isn't it? Burrow's 26. He'll be 27 in December. So you got oh. 27, 26, 24, 23. You say, but you say 27 in December. December's a full year away. Yeah, yeah. So you just turned 26. Right, but you, you make it sound like he's you know right around the corner going to be 27. Yeah, but I was just giving you his birthday when he was born. I was going to okay. say, I could have said he turned 26 in December, I guess. I'll just say he just turned 26, I think is appropriate. He turned 26 in December. How about there, that? There, that's much That's much. That sounds much better. better. He sounds younger that way. Yes, he certainly does. So um, I kind of, and I'm not sure why, am leaning Kansas City in this game. I just, it doesn't make sense to me that you can lose three offensive linemen and not skip a beat. Maybe he's just that good, but I think at some point that has to catch up. You would imagine it would have to catch up, but we, I think—I mean, we were probably saying the same thing last year about this team and their uh, offensive yeah. line. Listen, he's honestly—he's amazing. He, he, Burrow, Chase, Taylor—they are absolutely phenomenal with what they've accomplished there. Yeah, their defense has played really well. What happened to the music? It expired. The band got tired. Long conversation. Done with it. The band is tired. But I think the conversation—and there we go. No respect for the segment at all. None. I, I I think here's the other thing, too. Um, Cincinnati's run game. Because Cincinnati's run game now with Mixon and, and P. Ryan has been, has been huge for them. You, you take that and then with Chase, Boyd, and Higgins. Hurst had a good game last week. 
That's a lot of. I mean, that's a, a lot, lot of weapons. Firepower, man. It's a, it's a, you're not wrong. It's a lot of weapons. I, I, I'll one up you here, though. I think this game could be decided on Kansas City's run game, because if Mahomes, Pacheco. if Mahomes is not 100, percent what do I get out of Pacheco and McKinnon? Would be my question. Yeah, I would also say, can you find a way to limit Travis Kelsey? <laughs> you you better. They they couldn't last week. Like Kelsey was, I mean, you knew where the ball was going, and they could. There's nothing they could. They could do to stop it. It's a, it's amazing to me because you look at that offense and you uh, maybe you do. Who's the uh, who's the second guy you have to slow down? Second guy you have to slow down, which like, as far as receivers are concerned, yeah, like like Kelsey's clearly the number one guy. But you look at who's who's the the second guy that you're like I I I got to really limit that guy. Does that even I exist? It, I, I think it would depend on the on the day. Exactly, I mean, you got you got Tony Schuster, Scan, uh, Valdez Scantling. Right, right. But my McKinnon. point is, you really don't have a guy that terrifies anybody, and you still can't stop Travis Kelsey. Right. I mean, say, uh, Travis Kelsey had 14 catches against Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, you would figure that you would game plan to stop him, and I don't know if they don't game plan to stop him or it's just unstoppable. I'm not sure. I just hope. I I just hope that Patrick Mahomes isn't isn't limited. Uh, you want to hear from Patrick Mahomes? He'll yeah, give you that I answer. Do. Here, here he is. How is the ankle? Obviously, it's things you had to work through here and there, but overall, probably better than I expected. Being able to go out there and, and throw the football around and get the reps in that I need to get in. We've done a lot of ankle and knee and, and foot stuff, especially after my last few injuries I've had. Um, and I think that's prepared me to bounce back quickly here and uh, be able to be in a good spot. I think progressively, I've gotten better throughout the week. Try to keep doing that, keep that same uh, mentality, and uh, push it. But then at the same time, be ready to go uh, whenever the game the game comes up. Could he fake it? I mean, you're the athlete. You're the guy. You've seen it. You've been in the locker room a million times. Why would you fake it, though? But I would fake it the opposite way. I'd be you, you would You would just hobble your way off the field so they think this guy's got nothing? Yeah, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have, would have made sure that I make. I made it look as bad as possible. Yeah, it's a fair point. But, but okay. But could you fake it to the point that it's really bad and you make it look like it's nothing right now? Well, I think what I mean, I think the things that he's doing now are probably they probably feel okay. But that's not really like with a high ankle sprain. That's not really what you're most concerned about. Like me walking or jogging forward aren't aren't the big issues. It's the you know escaping the pocket, cutting like that stuff. When all of a sudden, you know, you're really using your ankle and trying to stabilize your ankle. That's when that's when you get nervous. So this game's interesting to me because it's hard enough to pick this game regardless. But not knowing the efficiency and, and health of Patrick Mahomes makes it nearly impossible to pick this game. I guess the safe play is take Cincinnati, right? Well, I think the only reason that you wouldn't take Cincinnati is because you feel like everyone's everyone's on Cincinnati right now. Right. Or you just think at some point the offensive line comes back to... Well, to how much North. of this is a bad... Just, but how much of this is just a bad matchup? I think Forget, it's a bad like, matchup. Like, there's just Patrick Mahomes does not match up well against this defense. I think it's fair to say. I think this is a bad matchup. So he doesn't match up great, and he's not 100%. Yeah, I mean that's right. I, I just hope I I hope it's I hope he's eighty percent. I hope it's just like yeah. I hope I hope I I hope we don't get to the end of the game and it's like oh that would have been yeah, better if he was around. healthier. Yeah, I don't want yeah. I don't want to see that. No, you don't want that. All right, Raymond. Now we can slowly fade out the music and the band. That was a nice around the league. I enjoyed it. RJ, what are your feelings? I want to go. Uh, I want to get your feelings quick on this Niners game. Um, this, this is our last real opportunity to get you a nuts and bolts. How you feeling? Well, we still about have it. an hour and forty-five minutes. Well, but, but this is, but I mean, around the league style. Yeah, around the league. Then we got to get back to to Nate Hackett. Uh, I I think that I think we're going to know pretty early how the Niners' defense matches up with 
this Philly offense. Everyone's dove into the line of scrimmage, which which is not a hot take here. I think that's where the game will be won or lost. But AJ Brown dusted the Niners when he was a Titan, so he he can give us a lot of trouble just because I've seen it already. Uh, but a lot of people have talked about how how Purdy. You know, he might be overwhelmed on the road, NFC Championship game. Hurts hasn't played in this game either. So I, th- I think we're going to find out something. Exactly how big is the jump from the Giants to the Niners? I don't know what that answer is. Because prior to that Giants game, what were we saying? We haven't seen the Eagles look, look like the Eagles in five, six weeks. And they looked pretty darn good last week. And they look great against the Giants. But no disrespect, Dave. No, I think you're right. We're I going think that's, to f- but that's against the Giants. We're gonna f- Well, we're going to find out. Maybe the, the Niners are closer to the Giants, or are they closer to what the Eagles were during the regular season? I think no, we'll no, find no, out no. early. No, I, I don't. That's not even. The, 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 I don't need to watch this game to know the Niners are closer <laughs> to the Eagles than they are to the Giants. Yeah, I, I would hope so. What does concern me? Um, why, are you, why are you mocking me? I'm not mocking you. Uh, what, does, what does concern me is that they need to run the ball. If there's anywhere Philadelphia can be had, it's on the ground. Uh, that's how Washington beat them for their first loss of the season. I think they ran the ball 41 times in that game. San Francisco has the capability. of We've seen it. Uh, and remember back in 2019, uh, all they did was run their way to the Super Bowl. So they have to have to run the ball with authority because, uh, I mean, that, that pass rush, <laughs> all, they're all healthy. Brandon Graham is like their fifth best pass rusher with like not eight or nine sacks, so. All right, that, that, yeah, that defensive line is that the Eagles' defensive line is terrifying. Can we? I was get actually to, listening to. Can we get to the frenzy? I mean, what are you trying to do? Murder this thing? <laughs> Dave's had we, we, we have like fifty-five minutes of uninterrupted <laughs> radio, and, and now we have to rush to do a frenzy. Guy, what? What else do you have? No, no, go we'll do the frenzy. I mean, do you, do you hate the clock? Uh, you hate you hate the clock. <laughs> all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, you're Captain Clock guy. Well, RJ wasn't going to do it. RJ, why you, you're in my ear? If I go nine seconds talking about something for too long, you're like, okay, now it's time to get into the Jets. Okay, he asked me song. a question. Okay, get into this. He asked you a question, and because he he played to your your soft spot, now all of a sudden everything else goes to hell. Well, you could argue you already went to hell because you asked me a question at eight seventeen. Why are we still doing around the league at eight seventeen? Is my question. Because we had a lot to do. Because we're we're verbose. Did we? And you we guys were concerned. And you guys were concerned about content and, and I around was the league. You know where both, I, well, both I think of you guys. It, yeah, I agreed. I dis- we're not a you guys. No. I wasn't concerned about content. No, I disconnected. Well, how do we know you didn't respond? You didn't respond to the group text. So I, I don't like the group text, and I'm not going to respond. Had How's that for you? Had you responded, we wouldn't be in this predicament. And now it's eight twenty. Well, you know, let's just. <laughs> why don't we just go with the entire eight o'clock hour commercial free? You want to? <laughs> I, I don't. I I would. I, this is the only way to ask you because if I ask you by text, you won't respond. So I have to uh, ask you here. No, no. If you ask me in a group text, I don't respond. If you just go one on one with me and say, "What do you want to do?" I'd respond immediately. So it's a blatant effort to just disrespect the group. Text. I don't want to be involved in the group text. I've told you for years, it's, I don't like it. But it show matters. <laughs> Show matters to you. Wow, so you just admit you don't matter. It doesn't matter to you. Show oh, it doesn't matters. matter. It matters to me on an individual. It does not. You're, you're parsing yeah. words. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know what? Enough of you. Uh, can we do a frenzy? Because now you've tried to murder. I mean, Ted Bundy's looking at this frenzy like, boy, this thing got murdered. <laughs> Very upset. Seems wow. like you're kind of to blame for this as well. What is that? How does Al Bundy feel? Al right? Bundy? Yeah. He probably's got his hand right down his pants. He probably loves the he, frenzy. Yeah, I'm sure he loves the frenzy. All right. Frenzy, and you better hurry up. Raymond, start it. Let's go. 
It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. Now, this is sad because we do not have a lot of time for the frenzy. I don't want to have to tell you no salutations, no love the show. Please, for God's sakes, if you're ever going to get right to it, get right to it today. 1-800-919-3776. On the Twitter, at Rothenberg ESPN. It's amazing to me that you've done this to the, the most beloved segment that we share together. All right, here we go. Um, what position did the Giants pick first in the draft? I, I think the obvious one is wide receiver, but I don't think that's definitive. I think they go for the most valuable player they look at on the board at 25. Yeah, I think it goes. I think it, it's you'd like to draft for need, but I think it's it's importance of position. And if it's if it matches up with the best player that's available. Correct. You have to make sure that if, if, if the, the highest player on your board is receiver, that's a no brainer. But if the highest player on your board is, say, I don't know, defensive back, do you push the receiver to the second round and jump on the defensive back at that moment? one 919 Jeff Howard Beach. Jeff, you're on the frenzy. I don't want to burst Jeff fans' bubbles, but when the Packers ask the two number ones and one of those number ones wears number one, what do you do? What do you do? You're not I'm, trading Sauce Gardner. That's ridiculous. No, come on. What kind no of chance. question is that? You're not trading sauce. You're not. Tra- I saw no, somebody trading, say, trading we'll picks. take Quinn and Williams. Two ones is a lot. Yeah. The 13th pick is a lot. For a guy that doesn't want to be with your organization, it helps you jumpstart your organization if you use those picks properly. Eric, Bronx, Eric, Frenzy, go. Eric! Oh, for oh. God's sakes. All right. <laughs> On Twitter, I like this one. This is from uh, AC. Says if KC Philly, what's the better storyline? Kelsey Kelsey or Andy Reid against Philadelphia? That's a Andy good Reed. question. Andy Reid against Philadelphia. But you know we've never we've never had siblings face off in the Super Bowl before. How cool would that be to their, be the parents? Oh, would that but be how worse? how stressful would that be? Oh, because now it's one of your kids is going to be so happy, and the other one is going to be inconsolable. Fired up. Fired up to go to Miami. Need to get on a diet so I can fit in my clothes so we can go do our thing. I'll tell you what, that Jason Kelsey's hilarious too, by the way. I love that guy. Yeah, I don't find him that funny. You don't think Jason Kelsey's funny? Yeah. Oh, because he's an eagle or That's because right. you don't think he's funny? Yeah, I don't really listen to him. He's funny. I like him. He's got a, they got a good podcast. Let me get a hell yeah! All right, please, Raymond. D in Queens. D, you're on the friends you go. Is the Eagles' success an indictment on the Ravens? And also, if you want to name your kid a sports name, you take off the S. Because one of my nephews is named like that. And then it comes out sounding great. Well, what's the, nep- what's well, the, the nephew's name? name? You can't leave us with that. I can't. I, AFC team. I ain't going to put um, say AFC the name. Team? But if you like the uh, AFC team. It's Bronco. It's, 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 it's Bronco. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I'm good. I'm good. Um, what was his original question? Uh, is this an indictment on Baltimore? No, I don't. Uh, Bal- Look at the receivers they have there in Philadelphia. Yeah, but it gets clear once they got A.J. Brown, what a, what a difference that made. All right. Best offensive line in football belongs to who? Uh, I would say that Philly's probably right there. Okay. Best receiving duo in football belongs to who? Who? 
Phillies at the top of the list. Oh, okay. Does Baltimore get involved in either of those questions? Uh, no. no. And on top no. of that, they actually have a, I mean, Goddard's a good tight end, too. Yeah, very good tight end. Uh, Mike Jersey, Mike Frenzy, go. With Frank Reich as head coach in Carolina, who's starting week one for quarterback for them? I don't I don't know if they even know yet. Yeah. Where do they they pick seven? Where do they pick? I think you got to wait to see what happens with the draft. You have to see the draft. You have to see maybe they bring – see, I don't think they're that far off. Their defense is pretty good. They have some weapons. They have a lot of picks too. Remember, they have all the Niners picks also this draft. So uh, I, I don't think they're far off, but I, I can't sit here and tell you who I think their quarterback is going to be. Eric in, in Chicago. Eric, you're on the frenzy. If Garoppolo was healthy, would you want him or Purdy to play the game this weekend? Good question. I think the only reason you would say Garoppolo is because he's had experience doing it. But, I mean, as far as, like, if you took that out of it and just went, like, strictly on what you've seen from Brock Purdy, I would I would probably say Brock Purdy. But when do we, but when do we just admit that Brock Purdy, he's just a good quarterback? This I think is not, I, this is not I, a fluke. No, I don't think that it's a fluke. I just think you've never, it hasn't happened in football before. That a but the Cowboys defense last week looked sensational. And Purdy, I, I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to incite you, Ray. Purdy was better than Dak Prescott last week. Because he didn't make he didn't make mistakes. He didn't make any mistakes, and and when they needed him to go on a, a big time drive, he did exactly that. Yeah, or if the Cowboys could catch a ball that's right off their chest and make an interception. There's always one of those for Purdy, right? Like one of those, like oh my god, it gets dropped, and then he figures out a way. Ross in Warwick is on the frenzy. Ross, go. If uh, things don't work out with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, or if they're bringing Garoppolo or Carr, are they likely to still draft a quarterback? They're not. I, I don't see the Jets drafting a quarterback. Like, what round are we talking about here? Like, later in the draft, drafting a quarterback? No. I well, well, okay. I'm trying to, why, if, you, if you're true to your word and you say hell or high water and the owner wants to try to fix Zach Wilson, you're probably not going to draft a quarterback, are you? Well, here's my question. Is there going to be a veteran starting quarterback next year? Yes. Okay. Do you envision Mike White is back on this team next year? I don't know. Okay. Is Zach Wilson back on this team next year? Yes. Okay, so you're going to have two, maybe even three quarterbacks. Then you want to draft one additionally, and then what? And groom him for what? The plan is, from the owner, that he wants Zach Wilson at some point to, to be the quarterback again. I guess, later, listen, I guess later in the draft. But if it Well, if there's a guy you love in round five and you want to take a flyer, fine. But there's no way the Jets are taking a quarterback in round one or two, especially yeah, if they bring we, in Rodgers. We tried that, remember, with James Morgan? That, that didn't work out. Of, that was a waste of so time. So you take him later in the draft? No. You take him early in the draft? No. Maybe stick away from the quarterback for a, a minute. James Lindhurst, James Frenzy, go. Besides Isaiah Hodgins, who stays, who goes out of the Giants wide receiver core? Wondell will be back. Uh, I think Shepard will be back on a very team-friendly deal. I think James is probably gone. I think Slayton is certainly gone. Am I missing anybody? You think they get rid of Richie James? Yeah, probably so. I dropped, I, a short, I dropped a short touchdown in that oh game, God. too. Oh. I, I mean, listen, if you bring oh. Richie James back as your fifth receiver, I could live with that. But he's he's not going to be better than Wandale. He's not better than Shepard. He's not better than Hodges. Well, how do you know which what? I mean, Shepard's coming off another major injury. Well, I still think he's better than Richie James. I don't think Richie James is well, I mean, good. how many major injuries can you come back from? Uh, all right, fine. Hodgins is better, yes. Wandale Hodgins should be a, better. Uh, Hodgins was a pleasant surprise. Okay. Yeah. I have to imagine they're going to bring in probably two receivers. So best case scenario, he's what, the fourth or the fifth receiver on this team? Yeah, they, I mean, listen, they have to. They he's have not to a great punt it. returner. 
they have to upgrade that room. They have um, to. All right, let's blow it dead. That was nice. You made everybody wait, but I think that, that ended well. That ended nicely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Ray, are you, you're going to have plays of the week later, right? That's the plan. Yeah, see, he's on the on the ball. You you don't think much of Raymond today. I think he's at the top. No, of I think I've got like great. Two, I've got like two pages of content here. It's been really quite a week. Every week is quite a week. That's a lot. I mean, that's so you have to give him some time now, Dave. If you, how much time do you need, Ray, for the plays of the week? No, what do we usually do? Five minutes, three, four, five minutes. Yeah, yeah. In that ballpark. Uh, is fine. I will. I will give you a listen. I'll adjust accordingly. Uh, no, no, I don't want you to have to rush through. I'll give you – I don't want to do to you what he just did to me with the frenzy. I will give you six minutes, and you take as much as you want, and if you finish with two minutes to hold spare, on. then we'll have plenty to do. Oh, hold, hold on here a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had a, a very thoughtful around the league. Very thoughtful. Very thoughtful, in-depth. We had RJ involved because his team is playing. Right. We had all of it. And what I did – was I allowed everybody to get their thoughts out. And then what that did, in turn, ipso facto, was put an emphasis on how important the frenzy was was going to be so everyone was locked in. Now, you could look at it that way or you could look at it how it actually happened. Uh, we had plenty of time for a frenzy. We were about to start the, and launch the frenzy. And for some reason, with still tons of time left in the show, you could have waited to go to RJ and you decided in that moment we need RJ's take. Let's just call it what it is then, because I, th- I think we're we're beating around the bush a little bit. What do you think it is? You think I did not ne- need to speak there? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes. That that's it. In in that in that moment, I, absolutely not not to denigrate your opinions. I think you're good, really good. I think in that moment it called for the frenzy, and then after that we get to you and we get kind of your take. Right? We do the picks. Maybe we extend the picks a little bit and get more of your analysis and your in depth take on the game on Sunday. I can live with that answer. I just I just want to get it out there. But I don't. It's not a shot at you. I would have said the same thing about anybody. In that I, I don't moment. think so. Oh, I do. I think Daniel Jones wanted to speak there, break down the game, whatever you need, Daniel. Forget it. You know, well, let's he hear would from massage him. Daniel's feet while he broke down. I the would game. rub his. I would rub his feet. Absolutely. Why do you look at that as like a negative? I think that looks. I'm. I'm all in. I don't, mean, don't you want him to resign? You're gonna. Of course. I'd, if I heard that, if I were listening, or I were Daniel Jones right now, I'd call my agent. Like, let's, let's explore <laughs> options. There's a man in proximity to me that that wants to rub my feet. Okay. 
I mean, I think it's a positive. I think it's 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 a, a wooing him kind of thing. It's, it's right along the same lines of saying that Brian Dable would enjoy your company. Yeah, for the first five minutes, then he'd be looking to get away from you. Anybody that would want to lie down in traffic for someone is someone that you would want to be. That's with. a friend. That's, That's a friend. Because you know what? Friend. There's people on the show that if others are in peril, they swim away. And then there's some on the show that if, <laughs> if you need someone to lie down in traffic to protect you, they would do it. And that's me. Just don't notify was, them via via text. Yeah. They'll never respond. As long as it's a one-on-one text, I'm fine. It's when it's the group text. Yes, you're right. It, if Brian Abel sends a group time. text to all of us saying, hey, Dave, would you lie down in traffic? Maybe I don't respond. Maybe I don't. What if Brian Dable told you that he he's a big fan of the group text? Because it's kind of his thing. He, he could probably sell me on it. Of course he could. He could probably could, sell me on yeah, it. All right. You, you have no respect for any of us on the show. That, that's, that might not be true. Uh, Robert Sala. Why was Hackett the right fit for this team? Really excited about it. We we casted a wide net, like we said we were going to. We interviewed, got well over 15 uh, different candidates for this position. Uh, went to college, went to different schemes, talked to different people. A lot of really, really, really good football coaches out there. But when it came back to um, a certain checklist that I was trying to go through, just checking boxes on what we were looking for with regards to this next offensive coordinator. Just kept circling back to him. He he checks every box that we were looking for. I'm not going to get in the details of it, but uh, uh, really, really excited about this uh, and uh, being able to get Nathaniel here. The the only thing I'd say, and I, I think there are some positives, certainly, the fact that he has had head coaching experience, the fact he's been an OC before, the, the fact he's had success as an OC before, it does it does matter, and I think it is important. And we had said we don't want a brand-new guy to come here and get his feet wet like they did with Mike LaFleur. But there's something, just optics, that just, I mean, the guy just failed miserably in Denver. Yeah, I think that's the biggest part of it. Yeah, I mean, he checks a lot of boxes. Right, like there's a previous relationship between him and him and Robert Sala. Right, he's called play. I mean, he's been a a, a play caller for. I mean, he's had six seasons doing right. he's, it. He's not a newbie to doing this, right? I think there's a benefit to having a guy who's also been, you know, been a head coach, been through the same kind of things that you've you've gone through, that you can trust to be okay. You know, I'll handle the defensive side. I trust you. I know you. You can handle the offensive side. But I mean, it just if it was this, just if it was simply Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator, this had nothing to do. There was no Aaron Rodgers talk at all. There is not a lot of giant, uh, Jets fans that would be happy with the signing. That's correct. At all. And and you know what? I think what will happen is when we get to the point where we find out if Rodgers is coming or not is when you'll have your true feelings on Nathaniel Hackett. If Rodgers comes here, people won't care. They, they won't care who the offensive coordinator is. If you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo and now Nathaniel Hackett, I think you'll have some some ruffled feathers from the Jets fans. Yeah, I think I think the Jets fans are really, I mean, really waiting to react to this hiring when they find out whether or not Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback. So you're going to have to wait a while. Right. But, I mean, right now there's excitement because it feels like, to the point you made earlier, and you have to hope this, but, I mean, I think there's a lot of Jets fans that question this because we've been so dysfunctional that through back channels, agents, and everything else, that they get the feeling, the Jets get the feeling that they have a good chance of landing Aaron Rodgers and they want to make sure they're doing everything they can to, to make that happen. Because if this was like, well, now nah, we haven't made any phone calls. We really don't know. We know they might trade him. And if they do possibly potentially trade him, that, you know, we want to be in a good spot. Well, well, what happens if you don't? Then you think, you know, everyone's going to be fired about Nathaniel Hackett? No. no. Gut feeling right now. January 27th. Aaron Rodgers is a member of the Jets next year. Yes. Oh, I think so, too. Yes, and it would be amazing. It would be. I'm. 
you forget it. For like a bunch the Jets of fans for forget a bunch it. Of for, for, for us as a show, how important it would be to be the flagship station of the Jets when Aaron Rodgers comes here. I'd be so excited. That'd be incredible. Right. I bet you wouldn't show up. I bet you wouldn't show up three minutes before the show at Jets camp now. Well, you know what? It would be an hour and three minutes because now we go on at six. I would love for this to happen. And I'm going to tell you the first thing that's going to happen when this when this goes down because I'm going to I'm going to speak it into existence. Okay. Is that at some point during that show up at training camp, I'm going to have Aaron throw you a football, and I want to see if you can catch it. Okay. I like that. No, like a like a like a bullet. Like a bullet. Like oh yeah, like a real like 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 a finger breaking throw. Oh, it's third, it's third and fifteen, and he needs this one. He's got to fire it in a tight window. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he ain't layering this ball. This thing has I, to yeah, be on I a rope. Know. How about I, how about I go longer and he feathers one into me? I, how long can you run? I could probably. I mean, it could take a while, but I could probably run forty, fifty yards. And he fe- feathers it right there. I'd like to see that. I would like to see that too. Now that you mentioned it, to see you run down the sideline. You think nice. I could beat Sauce Gardner one on one? Like make a shifty move and boom, he's I left would, in my dust. Here's what I'd like. Yeah. I'd like to see you go one-on-one with RJ. RJ's, RJ's sauce. RJ defends me. Yep. And I have uh, I have Aaron throwing me the ball? Yep. Oh, come on. You do like an alley-oop. <laughs> oh. so I, I might not beat him off the line of scrimmage, but he just throws it up there, and I, and I got him. Not a chance. Oh, stop it. Ten. RJ, if they completed a pass against you, you'd have to, I'd you'd quit. Have to walk away. I'd quit, yeah. You'd have to. Stop it. He would just throw it up there. I would just, I, I mean. Uh, it would by, hit you in the head, give you a concussion, you'd pass By out. nature, I'm, what, a foot, a foot and a half taller than him? Yeah, but I you mean, can't jump. On. You can't jump. You are like matter. I, you're like two and a half inches taller than me. No, stop it. I'm, I'm, I'm 5'11 and R- a half. RJ you're, would moss him. I'm so confident he would five, moss him. 5'5 five on a good day, so stop How it. good right, would that be, too, if we got that on Sunday on, on Sunday countdown? You got mossed and it's RJ, Moss, and Dave? Oh. How could RJ moss me? Because it don't, when you jumped, you can't even get a... Uh, piece of paper under you oh that's not true <laughs> rick seen me jump i got vertical <laughs> what three oh, I, barely no i got up high i also saw you told me you could touch your toes but you can't yeah no i can't oh, that, do that was a horrifying effort <laughs> well i had to stretch out a little bit it got better as it went along but i could not do that <laughs> listen you guys talk to me like i'm a young man i'm gonna be 50 50 years dave, old dave i mean rj's what 33 i'm 50 <laughs> Dave running down the sideline would be like when Forrest Gump is running with the leg shack, and then they just start being on. They just start, <laughs> it would explode off, just, all of a sudden. It would just be like, "Oh my God, who is that? Goes, that man, Vince Papali." It goes a kneecap. Oh, there's another knee. There's, there's Vince Papali. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at dr on ESPN. RJ. Yes. R- RJ? Hello. Hi. Um, what would you do for the Niners to win this game? No, now you want to talk to RJ. No, now we have a minute. Yeah, and we'll get to the Jets' calls in a second. What, what would you give up? What would you sacrifice? Mm. I wouldn't yeah. cut off any digits or anything. Okay, how about this right here? We don't know how long you're going to make it for, right? Eight, you could oh. go 87, 94. Maybe, maybe you, you, you pass young at 62. We don't know. Oh my goodness. We don't. Oh, wow. well, no, I'm just saying we don't. Right? We don't know. We're not looking at the the book of life. We have no idea. But whatever that determines that last day is, you're you middle aged if you're going at 62 now. Yeah, it is. Yes, I'm downhill. I'm, 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 I'm almost gone if that's the case. You give up three months at the back end. Three months. It could. It could be your your vegetable eating peas out of a straw. It could be your running marathons. We don't know. 
but you're getting up three months at the back end, Niners win, game-winning Robbie Gold field goal on Sunday. I think I'd, I think I'd give you a uh, month. You can't, you can't give up three months. I think Stop. I'd give you one month, I think. Three months. It's not even a Super Bowl, but it's not the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, but you you go to the Super Bowl. No. So yeah, I, I three, think three months. You get, three you, months. You gotta live. You gotta live eighty seven years. Yeah, but when you're at eighty seven years and two months, you're like, wow, I wish it was eighty seven years and five months. But you won't know who you are at that point. Maybe I think you should take it. Uh, how do you know? I mean, how old is Sylvester Stallone? He's still he's the the king of Tulsa right now. Yeah, he's seventy five. <laughs> right. he's, he's still physically harming people. Right. Yeah. Seventy-five years old. And it no, beat the I, crap out of any of us. I can't take. I can't take three months. I, I think we could have a conversation at like two weeks to a month, but three no. Rick, if I offered you the same thing next year, the Jets, you get him up three months to get to the Super Bowl. Get to the Super Bowl. Different perspective. If I'm Rick, I, I really think about this one now. Yeah, I think I do. I can't. I can't imagine See? my last three are going to be great. So ipso facto, Rick, bigger fan than uh, than RJ. No, the Jets have missed the playoffs for eleven straight years. Twelve. Twelve. Twelve straight years. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. This though. one's not over yet. But <laughs> okay, it is for the Jets to go to the postseason. <laughs> what are we gonna get? Are we gonna get <laughs> at large bid? Gonna get? Yeah, gonna get voted in? Uh, no, but I mean the Niners have been here three of the last four years. I think Rick, I, I it, it would be like me and the Sabers. The Sabers are horrifying. They're getting better. But All right, here's what I'm gonna do for you, you now. You told me they're back in the playoffs. Now you told me they're making. Here's the playoffs. what I'm gonna yeah, do you for you now. You offer me Eastern. Hello, Conference. we're having a conversation. <laughs> I'm I'm here. <laughs> yes, we know. We know. Okay. I'm going to offer you <laughs> right here in front of We don't know what happens when they get there, but the daily double. Three months. Why are you trying you, to kill me? I'm not trying to kill you. I probably won't be. Because he'll already be dead. I'll be, be well, dead I'll be well gone. All right? Whenever it is you this go. big Giants memorial. Can you please, can everyone please for a moment, <laughs> let me take center stage here for a moment. Niners win God Sunday. Forbid. You go Sabres to the NHL Stanley Cup. To the right, to the right there to the final. Wow. We don't know. We don't know what happens. Double whammy. You get the double for three, three months. Three months. Yeah, I think I got to sign now. Yeah, now you sign. Yeah, four months. Mm. No, three is a good number. Why does it always have to go to something morbid with you? Where we're taking off a year like life expectancy. He wants me gone push. sooner. This is how his mind operates. Why are we shocked at this point? Because if Dave, how long have we been doing this? I hope Dave lives to be one hundred and twelve. But I don't want. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Dave wants to know that even if he's gone. Everyone else's happiness is on the decline because he's not around. No, that's not true. So you I want, want you to be ultimately sooner. happy. I hope you live to 106 and fully healthy and running sprints. I'm just seeing what you would do, how badly you want this. Can you imagine what size RJ would be at 106? <laughs> because people do get smaller. <laughs> you ever see the movie The Incredible Shrinking Woman with no. Lily Tomlin? No. Yeah. Well, you should watch it. Because that that's what it would be like. Let's get to some calls. Let's go to uh, Brian in Newark. Brian, good morning. You're on 98.7. Smooth segue. Good morning. Good morning. Um, this move, I'm a Jets fan for the record. And I just feel like this move to get Hackett, although, yeah, it's an upgrade. It's very Knicks-esque. You know how they got Jalen Brunson's dad before they got Jalen Brunson. But how did that pan out? No, which I like, but I'm going somewhere with this. They tried. Remember, remember before when they, uh, I, I believe they hired one of LeBron's old coaches, thinking they were going to get LeBron. I say all that to say is, I, knowing Aaron Rodgers, and I feel like we give Aaron Rodgers a little too much credit. You know, he's very aloof and very arrogant. Um, you know, he doesn't even know what he's having for breakfast today, and he's. I feel like he's going to drag this whole thing out. And you have Carr, uh, Garoppolo, and. Um, Lamar, 
who may potentially be available immediately. And Aaron Rodgers is going to take his time with this. So I feel like the Jets are going to get left holding this bag and having to sign a quarterback for minimum wage well, unless he's not, at though. the end of the day. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Unless he's not, though. I get what you're saying. I mean, it, this is a, you're, you're taking a chance here because, I mean, I think Denver took the same chance. It didn't work out. I think it's a different situation, though, because they were still talking about, I mean, that, they were still having contract talks with, with him in Green Bay, and they came to an agreement, and they paid him a ton of money, and he decided to stay. And now, well, Hackett's time in Denver was, was an embarrassment, mm-hmm. and he's here with us now. Well, listen, we hired Jalen Brunson's dad. That worked. Got in trouble for it, but it worked. But it, it worked tremendously. I mean, you, yeah, you but have your point guard now. Right. I mean, it, listen, it, it's definitely it definitely checks a couple different boxes. If you're, the certain things that you're looking for in the new offensive coordinator, but it's not a move that would excite you unless you get Aaron Rodgers to come with him. No. If if Aaron Rodgers wasn't a possibility right now, in my mind, we'd be taking call after call after call about how could you hire a guy that failed so monumentally yesterday. That that's the point. Yeah, that it just you just watched it. I mean, you just you just watch it watch it happen. How could you do this? The only reason you have optimism and real optimism is because you see Aaron Rodgers waiting in the wings. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from six to ten a.m. on ninety-eight point seven ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play ninety-eight point seven ESPN.